I can't even believe I'm saying these words, but six years after Breaking Bad, our favourite characters are back on Netflix for the highly anticipated El Camino. We've been waiting so long for this movie that everyone said would never even happen. But here we are, and on Netflix this week, we have all the need-to-know insider information that's going to get you ready for El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. So brace yourself and get ready to delve back into the world of Jesse Pinkman and maybe even Walter White. Bernie Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself! Charlie, what are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. What are you doing here? Maze, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Take the word you're gonna hurt yourself or someone else. <laughs> How many children are you friends with? So I'm here this week with Alex Davies and George Simpson. Hi guys hello hello and it's like really exciting are you yeah. guys excited oh yeah absolutely <laughs> on tenterhooks <laughs> and so for those who don't know i don't know how you've got away with this but breaking bad have finally decided to continue their much loved series with new movie el camino and we've officially been told that this will be a continuation of jesse pinkman who's played by aaron paul's story He's desperate to find freedom after escaping from his captors while also being chased by the law enforcement. So Jesse star Aaron, he recently spoke to The Independent about the new film saying it was a dream come true. And he added, I thought I'd said goodbye to this guy so long ago in 2013. I thought I said goodbye to so many of those crew members, at least as a business relationship. It was so nice to revisit them and reconnect with them and also zip on this skin once again. So, George, um, for those who don't know what Breaking Bad's about, can you please give me the insider gossip? <laughs> yes, I can. So, uh, Breaking Bad's about a 50-year-old underachieving chemistry teacher from Albuquerque, New Mexico, who discovers he has lung cancer, and so decides to start cooking crystal meth with a former pupil of his called Jesse Pinkman to raise money for his family while evading his DEA agent brother-in-law. But this all ends up descending uh, from... Uh, quite a good little uh, business dealing he, he sets himself a target of uh, about about seven hundred thousand dollars but it keeps going and going and going and he ends up making a lot more money than he expected and coming across all kinds of people he probably didn't want to and this sees him turning from a sort of affable mr chips character into the sort of scar-faced drug lord and who's in it uh, we've got Brian Cranston, who, uh, before Breaking Bad, was known as the, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, um, and uh, Aaron Paul, who was pretty much an unknown before the show the show started. Uh, he He's uh, Jesse, and Brian is uh, the star Walter White. So what made um, Breaking Bad so popular? Because it kind of just shot to fame. It was just incredible. Well, I think it's because it's very well written. It's... Uh, but I, th- I think the main thing about it is it's the cliffhangers. It's at the end of each episode, you just want to keep watching the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one in a way that, you know, so many t- TV shows start with a great season opening and then they they end quite strongly. But in the middle, there's a lot of filler and sometimes there's a bit of an effort to keep watching a show. Breaking Bad, never. All the way through, you're interested, you're invested in these characters and you're watching this, this descent into kind of, in, into hell really, I think, for a lot of them. I think the characters, going back to the writing, the characters really make the show. I remember there's a scene in Face Off, which is the season four finale, and spoiler alert, by the way, and it's uh, <laughs> Gus Fring, Hector Salamanca, and Walter White, which and they're all gathered in this nursing home. And you don't, you sort of, you're cheering for each one. Like Hector, 
was an awful human being to Gus, but you sort of are happy to see him get his vengeance on Gus. Gus is this horrible human being drug lord who has control over White, Walter White, but you sort of don't want him to die. And then Walter White's descended into this, again, terrible person, but he's the mastermind behind it and you sort of want him to succeed. So you've got these three huge villains and yet you're sort of rooting for them. And I don't think I've seen a TV show like that. No, it, like, no one is good or bad. Everyone no. has that Very kind gray, of side. Isn't it? it is. And I think that is one of the strengths of it, to be fair. And I think, yeah, one of the most incredible things is that the standoffs, you don't have to have these huge explosions, although in Face Off you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, you don't have to have these huge big battle scenes. You just have to have Walt and Jesse talking. And it's so incredibly powerful. And you're not picking sides. Like, I mean, you sort of root for Jesse throughout the whole thing, but you, you don't pick sides. You can just enjoy the the tension and the standoffs and sort of appreciate the characters, mm. I found anyway. I was, um, I've just re-watched the whole thing in about three weeks. Okay. <laughs> wow. And, wow. and I found much earlier on than when I watched it the first time around, I was like, I don't... I don't like Walt. He's 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 a villain. I can't back this guy because immediately he's just constantly lying to his wife mm. and his family and just like this guy. No, <laughs> no, you can't trust this guy. He's- it starts off with good intentions, though. Yeah, to be fair. Like, <laughs> let's not write him off immediately. But he does say, isn't it? In the last episode, he does finally admit it wasn't about family. It was all f- I did it for me. <laughs> yeah. Which- oh, but that, but that was to save Skylar, wasn't it? Because he's so intelligent that he knew the police would be on the phone. What, so you don't believe that he... No, I, he rang up his family. The way I read it is okay. he rang up his family knowing that they were going to be tapped and the police were going to be there. And to avoid Skylar getting in more trouble, he was like, you don't even know what this was. This was all my business, blah, blah, blah. But really, Skylar actually had a, her fingers in the pie, so to speak. Okay. That's what I thought. Because Sol Goodman said, I mean, this is going to sound so nerdy. Uh, <laughs> Sol says in the, in the opening scene of the finale, he says the phone call was a genius move. And I just presumed that meant that he knew what he was doing to save Skylar, her blushes and brushes with the law. Okay, I've, n- I've never seen him in quite that good a light. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, you've got to appreciate the intelligence of the character as well. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the, mm. The poisoning of Brock, for example, Oof. that was such a good storyline. <laughs> and when the camera pans to the, to the plant. plant at yeah. the end, oh, yeah, great bit of television. Well, since we're talking about the finale, yeah. yes, <laughs> uh, could you give us a rundown, George, on what happened in that epic finale? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Walt uh, came out of hiding. He drove back to um, Albuquerque, having been uh, on the run, having. Uh, having been living in was it new hampshire i think he was that living was in yeah. yeah yeah um very and, snowy residency yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's lovely and he, he's he goes he goes back to the house briefly to uh pick up the um right rice what is it the ricin yeah ricin yeah which he which he hid there and uh uh sees scala again sees his baby one more time and uh ultimately as you say uh very a very clever guy he's putting together something you're not quite sure what it is and then he heads to the neo-nazis base um to uh, where he knows uh jesse is where he knows the rest of his money is um and uh there he has a final showdown with jack and the guys and actually traps them by having a machine gun come out of his car and take them all out whilst re- whilst uh, uh protecting jesse and he thought himself but he actually got shot um Everyone dies apart from Jesse and Walt. And Jesse's given the option to kill Walt and Walt tells him to do it. But 
Jesse tells him to do it himself. And then Jesse takes um, uh, the El Camino car and drives off to his freedom before Walt heads into the meth lab, looks at what's sort of his creation and falls over and presumably dies. Um, but we'll get back to that in, in a minute. Before, <laughs> Have you ever noticed the song comes on and it says, looks like I got what I deserved. Yes. Yeah. Baby blue. Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> For the blue math. Yeah, it's really clever. <laughs> yeah, so um, it did kind of leave it a little bit open-ended. And obviously we know that the uh, film is going to continue Jesse's story. Mm. So Alex, um, there have been a few comebacks already revealed. For yeah, there's a few people returning. Obviously, Jesse is back. Um, a lot of people thought it was going to pick up straight after the film. And it does come pretty soon but it's not the five minutes that people have been theorizing they think it's going to be right away but it's not uh we do know from the trailer that jesse reunites with his mates badger and skinny pete who was two very popular characters even though they only had a few appearances uh we know old joe the scrapyard owner is returning according to imdb for those of you who forgot who he is he helped set up the magnet in the back of the lorry to destroy all the hardware. Oh, I yeah. did forget that. And there's, yeah. there's a little, tra- have you seen the trailer of him? He's got his feet up, right? Yeah, he has. And you can see the, the, the like the claw. That's it. Oh, that crushed the RV. That, and he's watching, is it the new, a news report? Is yeah. It about, mm. about And Jesse's on the run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly him. For those, if you can't remember him, he's also Mr. Heckles at our friends. Oh, lovely. Yes. <laughs> for, for a bit of nostalgia. Lovely. Uh, not, Really confirmed, but Mike Ehrmantraut is supposedly back, who's John, played by Jonathan Banks. Again, a very, very popular character. He did appear to die in Breaking Bad at the hands of Walt. So how exactly he's going to return? We're not sure whether it could be a flashback, an hallucination. Jesse's probably got a bit of PTSD through what he's been through. Who knows? So he's back. Uh, we also have the return. A lot of people have been asking for the return of this character, and that's Huel, who's played yes. by Laval Crawford, who's did the famous scene where he lied on the bed of money, and yeah, yeah, he so was a popular. We have, we have to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with Bill Burr. Yeah, but like we, we have to bring him back. <laughs> so he is back in some capacity. That's all we know so far. That's what Vince Gilligan said. He's not confirmed what role he's going to play. He's been very secretive about the whole thing. Maybe he's just like in the back of a shot just asleep on a pile of money. Do you reckon like a little Easter egg? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just always on a pile of money in the background. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, obviously, a lot of people died in the whole series, so there won't be returns for the likes of Hank, Steve Gomez, unfortunately. Yeah, did you notice, sad. have you guys seen the, the pictures of the premiere? I know, I saw they were all yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. so all of them lined up. Most of them are dead, yeah. <laughs> but they're all there. Promising sign. That's what Vince Gilligan said, actually, because everyone was like, oh, Brian Cranston's at the premiere. And he was like, okay, hold your horses. Everybody was at the premiere. <laughs> yeah. Like, chill out. Uh, but we know Skyler's still alive, Walt Jr.'s still alive, Marie's still alive, Sol Goodman's still alive. These could all return, but like I say, there's been a lot of secrecy, so we don't actually no then <laughs> people are really me included really want to see the brock and jesse reunion i mean yes. her death uh angela is it angela is his mum yes yeah I think so. her death in at the hands of todd was just brutal mm. i rewatched that this morning and i was yeah. like oh, i forgot about this <laughs> yeah it was yeah. really really upsetting <laughs> so hopefully brock gets a return and gets to see jesse but like i say who knows so the elephant in the room is Walt alive? Is he coming back? 
Well. <laughs> Here well, we go. Well, well. <laughs> Walt is unfortunately dead. It's been confirmed. It's devastating news, but Walt is dead. Uh, Vince Gilligan said it literally like two days ago to the Bleacher Report. Confirmed Walt is dead, but... There is some good news because in the same interview, he was asked if the man playing Walt was involved in this movie, proper trying to get a shoe <laughs> way around the question. And Vince Gilligan was very sort of, mm, and then they moved on to the next yeah. question. So we, it's gotta be, hasn't it? there's gotta it be some to be. sort of flashback or yeah. Yeah, like th- I say, a think promotion. about um, the, the best episode, the third last episode, the greatest episode of TV ever, Ozymandias. Mm. Am I yeah. pronouncing that yeah, right? That's it, yeah, 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 yeah. That starts with a flashback in the RV. So they do it a lot throughout the whole lot. thing. They do a lot of. Well, that's the one that stands out. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I'm just, what I'm saying is they're used to doing that. It's not. It wouldn't be out of the norm for no. them to do it. Yeah. Especially if um, if Jonathan Jonathan Banks has said he's in it. Yeah. It's like, well, you're dead. So how else are you going to be in it? Exactly. And if it's not flashbacks, I think. The only other way they could do it is maybe some kind of vision. Yeah. Like, mm. like, 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 Mufasa. Me, Walt, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Walt haunting Jesse, maybe. Remember. <laughs> but if the, um, if one of the early, it was kind of a trailer when they did the kind of recap of Jesse's story in a Netflix trailer. Did mm, you see that? Yeah. Mm. Where he's, it's his confession. Maybe, this is my little theory, maybe the movie. It's to do with the confession tape. Maybe it wasn't destroyed. It was taken, but we never saw it destroyed. And what if it's what we see clips from that of Jesse's uh, recounting and those scenes are recreated, scenes we never saw? Well, maybe because the uh, Uncle Jack and the Nazis took the tape and were watching it in that clubhouse. Exactly. And it's and in the clubhouse. All we yes. know about the clubhouse is that the clubhouse was shut up. Yeah. Okay. I like it. It could work. It could work. My theory, I think, is out the window because before all of before Vince did this interview, I had a very Hollywood idea in my head. You were also convinced by this. I, I just really, like to say, I really was because I thought it'd be such a perfect ending, proper cliche. But I'd have quite liked to see it if just Jesse gets arrested at the end of the film. He's got his orange jumpsuit on. He's in Albuquerque prison and he sits down in the jail cafeteria. And then Walt sits down opposite him. And that's how the film ended. Oh. That's how I wanted the film to end. <laughs> oh, gosh, but, imagine that. <laughs> but it doesn't look like it's going to happen, which I'm really well, upset about. But who knows? Vince Gilligan's lied before. He said he would never do this. So who knows? I'm exactly. hoping he'll, um, he'll go to Alaska. That's where he wanted to go. Oh yeah, he when he was when the, was it is it the disappearer? That's the guy, isn't it? Um, you the call vacuum on, cleaner. The guy. vacuum cl- mm. cleaner. Yeah, um, he he suggested yeah maybe I'll go to Alaska. So I wonder if he'll go there because was it at the end of the trailer? He's someone asks, "Are you ready?" And I think it's that guy. Yeah, there's a few theories about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've seen a few people say him. Yeah, I've also seen a few people say Todd Benneke, who we haven't seen since he fell over after a fight with Skylar, I believe. And oh, he was left yeah. in hospital and he was all braced and bandaged up and like crippled. Yeah. But he didn't die. One of the few who didn't die. <laughs> so who, who knows? He could be back. I don't know why the link would be there, but I saw a fan theory on that. I thought it was quite interesting. But Albuquerque must be pretty empty. Then. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Especially that street. Like just everyone's out. <laughs> everyone's um, but Brian has said that he would like to be involved. Um, you know, saying on the Dan Patrick show last year, I don't know if there's an appearance, flashbacks, flash forwards, but I'm excited about it because it's Breaking Bad and it was the greatest professional period of my life and I can't wait to see all those people again, even if I just come by to visit. And he added the same thing to Entertainment Tonight saying, 
again that he wanted to be in a flashback or a flash forward. He did say, I'm still dead, so I don't know what could happen. Well, the flash, the time jumps seem like they could be a thing then. I mean, he could just be like lying on a slate in a morgue or something. Yeah, or an open (laughs) casket. He is there. (laughs) He is there technically. (laughs) But, um, you know, Alex, they've all been so secretive about this to the point we don't even know. We didn't know it was in production. And here we are. So what, what is kind of doing the rounds on the internet? There's a lot of lot of things about. Obviously, like I say, the production was so tight on it. There was um, the production was so tight on it that when people spotted them filming in Albuquerque, they had to lie and say it was all for the tour. They didn't actually reveal it was for the film. They said, "Oh no, we're just doing some promo with the RV for the Breaking Bad tour of Albuquerque. Move on," <laughs> and everybody just got on with their day. So yeah, not very much is known. Um, a few things can be taken out of the trailer. Obviously, we know. Uh, Jesse's escaped. Uh, he's the subject of a nationwide manhunt. Uh, the mystery man in the promo. So yeah. I presume the fact that they're not showing their face means it's some sort of reunion that will run deep with Breaking Bad fans that they'll know who he's facing. Again, we don't know who that is. <laughs> Walter. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Could you imagine? Um, one thing Aaron Paul has also said is there's a specific scene in season three that he wants fans to go back and watch yes he tweeted it it was um him in hospital after he's been beaten up by hank because hank thinks it's jesse who misled him to believe maria died but it was actually a plot by walt so jesse's been beaten within an inch of his life he's in hospital he's speaking with walter and he basically just tells him how he's completely alone how walt has ruined his life uh sort of hinting at a path of redemption for Jesse almost. So whether we see that redemption arc fulfilled in the film maybe, I don't know. There's it's, there's not much given away in uh, in that clip, but it is a very emotive scene between him and Walt. You definitely have to listen to it if if Aaron yeah. Paul said something. What do you make oh, of it, 100%. George? Well, yeah, he he's clearly like saying everything that's happened to me is because of you and and he tells him no, I don't want to do anything more with you. But then after that, he calls him and says, "Okay, I'm in on working with with Gus." So he he made that turnaround, um, and then it gets worse and worse and worse. But he he's constantly battling this whole kind of like I'm the bad guy um, idea. And you know when he's throwing his money away at the end, he's uh, clearly um, got some moral issues with everything he's done. Well, he's not a violent person, is he? There's a there's a, there's another throwback in the trailer where. In the series, he wouldn't harm the bug and he lets the bug on his hand Yeah, because he wouldn't kill the bug. And then they do that again in the trailer. Uh, We see just how, like, torn he is when he has to shoot Gabe. Yeah. It is Gabe, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has to shoot Gabe. He's completely, like, he knows he has to do it, but he's completely torn apart. He's just never been one for violence. Especially with children involved. Yeah. He goes crazy whenever a kid gets killed. Well, well, naturally, naturally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> naturally. yeah that, that scene's one of my favourite scenes, actually, when it sounds so dark, when Todd kills that kid after they hijack the meth off of the yeah. train. That's such a good scene. But it's because it's it doesn't bother, obviously it doesn't bother like some of the people like Todd, who's a bit of a psycho, but it doesn't bother Walt um, in the way that it does Jesse. Even that is Walt's the major turning point as well with Walt, yeah. when he's so unfazed mm. by things like that, and you're yeah. like, okay he's really really turned now but yeah jesse never turns really no not really not in the way walt did no would you say that's his biggest turning point that bit 
Oh, I know. I don't know. There's been plenty. I think the Jane. Jane. Maybe Jane. That's an awful scene. I'd call that the turning point for Walt because he goes to save her and then he's just like, no. No. He's going to take my business partner away from me. Oh, such a good scene. <laughs> <laughs> we will come on to them yeah. in a minute. <laughs> so, George, I know that you managed to speak to someone who attended the El Camino premiere in LA. Look yes. at you. What were they? What was their response to the film? Yes, they they told me um, like the day before they'd managed to like through entering a competition, managed to 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 to, to get it, to, to be able to get to go there. Um, so they told me um, it's a very unique. It's very unique as it doesn't feel like a normal film or even a very long episode of Breaking Bad. It serves more as a capstone for Jesse's story in Breaking Bad itself. Definitely in a league of its own. There are so many great moments. I don't think any of the fans are going to be disappointed. It's very well executed. Cinematography is breathtaking. Sound design and the music too. Very well done. A treat to watch. Um, and they also mentioned like they they feel like it's probably the end it's feel like it's quite conclusive, but then you would have thought that the yeah. end of Breaking Bad was quite conclusive. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll see. It's very promising, though. Yes, definitely, very much so. Her name's Andrea, not Angela. <laughs> Just want to correct we'll myself. To oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex, what do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the cinematography, that's something that Breaking Bad has been famous for throughout all five seasons. So it's nice to see that they've stuck to its roots so to speak yeah i mean i remember going to see i, I was lucky enough to go see the uh summer season five at the prince charles cinema mm. during like a breaking bad marathon oh, cool. <laughs> and on like yeah proper nerdy again um, we've learned on, a lot <laughs> <laughs> on that big screen the shots in the desert the shots in albuquerque are just incredible mm. and you know obviously this is going to be in on netflix but it is released in some theaters i believe in Maybe America, only in the sta- is it only in the states? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you get the chance to go see it on a big screen, do. <laughs> yeah, I, you just know it's going to be brilliant. It'll be amazing. And the soundtrack, you know, we've touched upon it already, but they nail it completely every single mm. time. The lyrics, the yeah, tone, everything's, everything's just perfect. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's really exciting um, to hear that the fans like it. Cause that's the main thing. If the fans don't like it, but mm. the critics do, you kind of are a little bit torn. But yeah, I've seen some people are a bit nervous about it, but mm. I don't think there's anything to worry about. If Aaron Paul's going to do it and Vince Gilligan's back behind it, I think it will yeah, just be you as can good. Tr- I feel like you can trust those guys. In the, like People are comparing it to, you know, like George Lucas not knowing to, when to stop with Star Wars or the, the Harry Potter play. Yeah. People say, oh, well, that shouldn't have existed <laughs> and that was an unnecessary extra ending. But I, I trust, yeah, I trust Vince Gilligan that, that this has a purpose for existing mm. and he's not just doing it because he wants even more to go on. And yeah. On. He doesn't need, like he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to do it. You no. know, he's, he's the brains behind one of the most successful TV shows in modern history. He's got better call soul with his um, co-writer, Peter Gould. That's still going well. So I don't think they would have done this on a whim. I think this is going to be. You said originally it was going to be a short film. But then it just the ideas just kept coming and coming. Yeah, I can imagine. It's a good Drew sign though, because you don't want them to just be forcing no. like a longer kind of extended film just for mm. the sake of it, I guess. Yeah. But um, do you think it's the right time for the movie? Because obviously, you know, the series ended in 2013. It's only been six years, and I know it's six long years for us all. <laughs> but is it too soon? 
I don't know if it's too soon. I wonder if it could have been slightly earlier. Just because I was when I when it was announced, I thought, oh, that's great, but I can't remember a lot of it. Yeah. So I need to go and watch it all. I thought, oh, but there's not enough time. But then there, there was, is. There was plenty of there was plenty of time. Yeah, I think I think it's a good time for it. I mean, mm-hmm. after a year of pretty disappointing television, case in point, Game of Thrones, like, <laughs> and we've waited a year and a half for that. You know, I won't go into that. <laughs> but, you know, this, I think it's a nice time. It's a, it's a t- like I say, it's a TV show that a lot of people watch. It's a TV show that was hugely successful. So, you know, people are yearning for something as good as that again. And I don't see why this can't be. It seems to be a trend now as well of making a, a movie after a TV show. Because we've, we've just had the Downton Abbey movie. Oh, yeah, which yeah. is the same thing, isn't Let's it? Let's compare them. <laughs> fingers, <laughs> fingers crossed for the Riverdale movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the Sopranos movie, but that's a that's a prequel. Um, so there's it seems to be the thing, and, and you know we've we've had lots of TV show revivals recently, mm. and calls for more like like Friends or whatever. But I don't think you know that they're not going to you know surprise us by having Breaking Bad season six after this. I don't think. No, I can't see that happening either. No, it's kind of like a, a farewell, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll pick up the Jesse Pinkman story again in six years. Who knows? See where he is again, but. I think this is a perfect, I think it's the perfect, um, like, it's not a load of new episodes. It's a perfect package yeah. at right time for a character that everybody loved. And to keep it so secret as well. It's just so amazing from them. It's and it just makes yeah. it more exciting for us. It's Definitely. actually a proper event for a change. Absolutely, yeah. Can't wait. Well, since we're having a bit of a Breaking Bad loving, I thought we would finish with a little bit of a discussion about our favourite scenes from Breaking Bad history. There's a lot. There is a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> George, why not start us off? Um, I think one of my favourites is uh, when Hank finds out on the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> the look on his face. And it's it's the thing of you're thinking all the way through the series. When is Hank going to find out? When is that going to happen? And And it doesn't happen until the second half of the final series. And then... That's it. We had to wait. And I remember I was at uni at the time and I'd watched all of Breaking Bad with my housemates and then it stopped there mm. and we had to wait like another year for the final yeah, it was second like half two of the seasons. Yeah. I hadn't had to wait for any of them and it stopped <laughs> It stopped there. That's mm. why it's so, so memorable for me. But the look on his face, the realisation, like you just think, what's going through that guy's head? He's, he's, he thought he knew his brother-in-law and it's completely flipped round and suddenly he's rethinking everything We've already seen the cut scene with Walt when he goes, "You got me." You got well, yes. When, he's, when he finds the WW in his book, I think that's such a good, such a good place just to put that so scene. Good. It was yeah. so good. <laughs> and Alex, what stands out for you? Uh, I one of the favorite deaths, as morbid as that sounds, uh, had to be when Jesse finally killed Todd. Like after the big shootout, and Todd's the only one surviving. And he's just such a sociopath, but such a good character. Jesse Plemons plays it really well. But then when Jesse finally conjures up all of his strength to finally take out the man who killed his girlfriend, tortured him, done all this, I thought that was a great scene. Uh, I referred to it earlier as well in Salute, when Gus gets revenge on Don Eladio and all of his men as well by poisoning them all, at the same time poisoning himself. (laughs) Like, I think that's just such a good scene because in Hermanos, which is a few episodes before where you see Gus and his original business partner and Hector shoots his original business partner. Like that in itself is an amazing episode, but it gives a lot more context to the character of Gus. And I just think it was, that's why you sort of empathize with Gus by the time he comes to that confrontation with Hector 
in the final episode and I thought they played it really well. We can't end this without talking about Gus's death. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh my days. I literally screamed. Like, yeah. I remember it vividly just screaming. Him, Gus as a character was just one of, I would say one of the greatest characters that's mm. ever been written. Like he was just amazing. And then to kill him off in such a horrible yet satisfying mm. way. Yeah. And that little reveal where he turned his head and then, oh, he's got oh. no face. <laughs> well, I thought it's he was still gone. alive. I was like, how, come on. I thought this is getting silly now. How's he survived that? And then the camera just pans over. And it was very silly, but I was like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he straighten his tie Yeah, as well? and then just like falls over. Yeah. It's very good. Gus was actually the subject of my dissertation at uni. So I've watched all of those scenes <laughs> so many times. We honestly have learned a lot about you today. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit of a fan. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> and um, I didn't want to finish this podcast without talking about The Fly. It is oh, yes. yeah. one of the more divisive episodes of the series, but it is actually my favourite. Really? 100%. Okay. I'm here to fight it. Get right. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a fly hater. I remember seeing it, though, and some of the people I was watching it with were like, what is this? It's just about a fly. Mm. I don't... What? What? What's? Go- this isn't an episode <laughs> of Breaking Bad. What's going on? Where's the guns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first, time you, the first time I watched it, I was a bit like, oh, come on. Like get out, get out of the lab and go do something. But then when you watch it again and you do sort of appreciate like the dialogue and the development of the characters, I guess it's not up there with my favorites. <laughs> it's it's one hundred percent my favorite, no question. <laughs> and I think it was because um, they did make it because of budget restraints. They couldn't really yeah. leave to find another set, so they had to make an episode on the cheap. So what they did was make a full episode about this fly in the meth lab, and Walter was really concerned about it. And then it turned into so much more. It turned into a big standoff between the pair of them. And we've mentioned how great the dialogue is before and how there doesn't need to be explosions all the time for it to be powerful. And then you have that moment where Walt almost tells Jesse that he killed Jane or let Jane die. And he just can't do it. And I think for character development, for both of them, because Jesse's like, well, I'm going to let it go. Like, you know, it's time to move on from Jade. And Walt's like, oh, I've got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for me, there's no finer acting in Breaking Bad than in that, yeah, I in can, that yeah, scene. I, it's hard to argue with that. And it's also one of the th- three Ryan Johnson episodes, isn't it? Um, that who also directed Star Wars The Last Jedi, a very divisive <laughs> film, <laughs> just like The Fly. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, apparently. <laughs> or not doing. Yeah. <laughs> Another scene that I, I really enjoyed was Boxcutter as well, mm. when, you know, Jesse and Walt think they're done for, and Gus just comes in and kills his right-hand man instead in front of them. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. I'm so impressed how, like, you, how you know all the names of every episode. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, like I say, I spent a lot of my time <laughs> at uni writing about it, so I sort of had to. But yeah, it's a, it's a great show. And of course, there's so many memorable catchphrases as well. Care to do an impression? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, I do have a friend, though, who um, he toured the world doing one man breaking bad and uh <laughs> he went to the fringe and he did all five seasons in like two hours and, no did, and did all the voices it was a brilliant show we'll get him on next time my favorite quote had to, uh, my favorite quote is hank when in the penultimate episode when he's got the gun pointed in him fa- his face and he says to walt you're the smartest man i've ever met and you're too dumb to see he made up his mind 10 minutes ago and then he gets shot. I thought that was 
one of the best pieces of dialogue in the <laughs> We're all chilled. <laughs> We're all stunned into silence. <laughs> so good. And so, say my name's, um, of course, very, very iconic, isn't it? Mm. That's him really establishing himself as... As the drug as the drug lord at that point. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did get an impression. You got an <laughs> you can have the impression. And on that bombshell. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much, Alex. Thank you, George. Thank you. Um, we can't wait to watch El Camino, and in fact, that's what we're going to do right now. So um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, comment, and tell your friends about us. And join in with the debate on Twitter at Netflix Pod, where we'll be teasing details of our next episode. And next week, actually continuing with the Breaking Bad theme, we're going to hear from Aaron Paul himself. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> so we'll hear what he has to say about El Camino now that everyone's seen it as well. Um, so make sure you tune in next week. See you later.